That was Cool Shit Bullshit by Danica, and you're listening to The Hoist Onsen with Sandy, and I'm very excited to welcome Danica here in the studio for a wonderful show. We're going to have a bit of a live performance later on, but first we need to talk about the incredible EP that's just come out, Down Love, as well as the EP launch show, which is happening tomorrow night. Hi, Danica. Welcome. Hey, Sandy. Thanks for having me. Such a pleasure. I am a really big fan of your music, so I can't wait to get into the nitty gritty of it. Um, The first thing I want to talk about, though, because I read that the songs were written between 2016 and 2019. So you've been holding these for a really long time. What's it like now to have those out, to have others hear them, you know, finally sharing it with everyone? Um, It feels great. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Um, I think obviously COVID was sort of something that impacted. um, So we recorded in 2019. So some of those songs felt really fresh Mm. when we recorded. Um, And then I guess we just kind of held off from releasing because of all the uncertainty. Um, And yeah, this EP is like the final collection of songs that I had in the bank and they're, they're out there now. And it feels really good because I guess it just creates so much more space um, in my brain for what's to come Mm. and I look forward to yeah the next phase. That's really cool it's kind of like clearing out your cupboard you know of all of the like the clothes that you've been storing and making space for you know the next season. Yeah the next version of myself as we're always changing so it is nice to kind of um, I like I, I'm really grateful to have made the music and to put it out there. I think it's such a like um, massive growth experience because there's so much um, vulnerability that comes with it, and like yeah, just kind of like exposing yourself, and that can be really scary. But it actually is such a great thing to do because mm. it just makes it. I think it makes it easier for the next time and then the next time. And I would love to record and release music forever because <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like a like a record keeping of my life in a way. Yeah, definitely the vulnerability and kind of candidness shines through in these songs. And I know from you know what I've read from your bio about the tracks on this EP, um, a couple of them like Better Weather and Down Love explore you know like your first love and your first heartache and that that must be incredible to look back on that now after a few years and to have processed that through the music as well. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Um it's it's uh comforting in a way because I guess because there's such tangible moments in my life like raw emotional times that I've managed to put into a song and, you know, mm. <laughs> record and release them. They are um they help me see how I've changed and how I have grown as a person because they're like, I really resonate with the music because it came from such an honest place at the time, but it's also nice to kind of get older and the way I relate to themes of love and things are just, I guess, less intense and I have a bit more um, life experience now to, it's not so black and white. Like, Mm. I guess as you get older, there's so much more nuance that comes through. Um, but yeah, it's mm. been really interesting. It's like you're meeting yourself at that place, like the older version of you and the younger version of you are having a conversation a little bit. 
Yeah. Which is really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like um, when you're songwriting, is that usually the way that you're, like, um, in terms of lyrics specifically, that you're coming at it from a place of, like, lived experience and processing things that have happened in your real life? Is that usually the kind of um, inspiration that you have when writing? A hundred percent. Like, yeah. for sure. I feel like I, um, it's very much become my style now because um, it works for me and I feel like that honesty makes the music really rich for me to sing. Like, I'm really... I think I'm just connected to, like, non-fiction in general. Like, um, when I was younger and I'd write, I would make up stories and write about things that didn't exist and that was probably really great for my songwriting but now I just don't relate to that as much mm-hmm. um, and haven't really written a, a fictional song in probably like six years. I just, okay. yeah, I just don't, um, doesn't really resonate with me. And sometimes I'm not sure if that's a good thing or like there's no such thing as good or bad, but I, um, I feel like music can be anything you want it to be. So if you wanted to write a song... You know, it's it's just the fact that, like, no matter what I write, whoever's listening is going to interpret it completely differently, and I think that's so cool because mm-hmm. um, it means that I don't really need to be attached to um, how people perceive my music. Um, so basically if I keep refining my process and how I approach music, I want it to come from a place of just my personal expression so that when I listen to the music, I feel something. Mm. And then when I put it out into the world, that's kind of where I let it go. Yeah. And then whoever listens to it, you know, if they feel something, great. But, like, that's just kind of what feels important to me in the process. Mm. Yeah, I like that concept of music also having a life of its own. Like, once you have released it, it's, as you said, it, it becomes um, something entirely different to other people listening to it potentially as well. Mm. Um, but if you're thinking about it, the EP as a body of work, I'm interested why you chose um, Down Love as the title track. Do you feel like that song specifically relays some kind of a theme or like what was it that made you want to you know, tie those two together? Um, people often like ask about the title and they seem a bit confused, but I, for me, Down Love, the, just the two words together kind of sum up a lot of the feelings around um, the theme being love, you know, connection, belonging, all those things that we sort of look for as humans. Mm. And the down aspect is just like how difficult I feel it's been and how um, tumultuous and challenging and and like, yeah, so down life kind of just sums up that period of my life where I found it very difficult to connect with people and experience that safety of, um, you know, themes of love. And um, and not just, like, romantically, but in all aspects of connecting with people. Mm. Um, and I found it really, yeah, it was a challenging period, so down love just stood out to me as an easy way to sum up <laughs> the music. Yeah, so it's more about the, the words rather than the actual song, down love. For, yeah, for yep. sure, yeah. I mean, that song... That song is just one of the songs, you know, yeah. doesn't, it's not more or less than the others. Mm. Interesting. 
I also want to talk about the kind of production process and what happened in the studio while you were creating this EP, because I definitely like one of the things that I loved about these songs was that it felt like, especially with Cool Shit Bullshit, which we played at the start, but with all of them, really, um, you were kind of subverting my expectations of where the song was going to go. And I, I read that there was a lot of experimentation happening in the studio as well and with the producer, Nick Herrera. Mm. What happened in the room was there did you notice at the end that songs went in different directions to how you had first envisioned them as well yeah I think there was a few songs that um stayed pretty true to the demos that I sort of brought into the space um like suit of armor I feel was pretty pretty on point and for my baby oh actually no for my baby um Definitely one in its own production adventure. Hmm. Um, but that's the beauty of uh, producing and working with a producer is that for me, especially because that was my first time recording, um, I felt like it's hard to conceive where it could go. And so... I guess in the process of working with Nick, I left it quite open-ended because mm. I like respect his artistry and his passion and his process. So I kind of did kind of give somewhat free reign. If something really wasn't working for me, I'd say it. But I, I'd also just like appreciated his creativity in the process. So definitely the songs went in directions I hadn't expected. Mm. Um and that's kind of like the beauty of the process um, and not being attached to an outcome. And, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess it was a beautiful learning experience. And the nice thing is, um, you know, I can, there's never any finite point of trying new things. <laughs> you can just continuously try things out, which is such a fun no, like awareness sooner I can the next thing I record I might do it completely differently yeah so it's just it's just fun to try things mm, constantly evolving and experimenting and yeah, yeah finding different styles that's mm -hmm. really cool mm. yeah was um FYA that was a one of the songs that just really struck me on the EP as well was that one in the studio that went through a transformation at all or was that very was that how you had envisioned it from the beginning that one was pretty pretty honest to the live sound um I had written that sort of within the time period that I was recording so it was quite fresh mm. and also within that time period I was um I was performing with a 16 person choir which kind of happened organically um we did one gig at Strawberry Fields and it kind of was like a bit of a loophole for me trying to get all my friends into the <laughs> festival so I thought hey I'll just make a massive choir but the festival loved it I think because yeah. the fact that it was um, a huge representation of women and at the time there was a lot of conversation about um, you know gender equality in the music industry so mm. I think they were really into it which is great um, but yeah so I had this big choir and I think the power of the choir singing that song live was just immense because mm. I feel like you know a bunch of the people in the choir were like you know singing that song from their heart as well yeah um and so we 
we brought that energy into the recording space and actually got the quietest sort of record onto that. So it's mixed in pretty deep, um, which is just a stylistic choice that has happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm very grateful to have all of my mates in there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's that's awesome because the choir was definitely something that stood out to me and like the the feeling that it gives of community and, you know, it's a very like the interesting thing about the this song is that obviously the lyrics are, are quite sobering, but then you've paired it with this like almost bright guitar line and then you have this chorus of voices that's like it just has this defiance and it's yeah, very empowering the song. Great. Um yeah, just gorgeous. So that's cool to hear that you were already, like you already knew that choir and you brought them in for this song. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that song um, that song was really scary to put out. Yeah, I, I think, can imagine. I think it's been a bit of a process for me to kind of embrace, you know, that, that part of my life and speak openly about it. Um, uh, but I think it is very empowering to do so. And... Um, I'm glad you found the track empowering as well. That's mm. great. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's awesome to see the kind of community of artists that you're surrounded with as well. I mean, y- you've collaborated with a lot of people in the past. You're also still doing backing vocals with Emma Donovan, which you've been doing for a while as well. Um, so I was curious to know if there's an artist that you've kind of had your eye on at all that you would love to work with or specifically if we talk about, you know, the NAM-based music scene, which is so rich with um, incredible people, is there someone that, you know, maybe for the next EP you'd love to bring them on for? Yeah, I I really don't have... Um, I don't... I mean, there's so many artists I admire, but mm. I never even consider that we could collaborate. It just doesn't <laughs> even cross my mind. Yeah. Um, um, but, like, collaboration is actually something I'm really focusing on because of that awareness that I, like don't actually feel very comfortable collaborating. Yep. And I think it's beautiful to be able to make um, music with people you admire. It can bring up so much fresh ideas. Um, but I guess some artists from Melbourne that I think are pretty special um, and maybe we could you know, whip up a, a folk banger together, <laughs> but um, I've been really liking Phoebe Go. She's got mm. a new song out called Hey that... Um, you know, you listen to it quite a few times because it's special and yep. it's a beautiful song. Um, another uh, artist that has moved to Newcastle but has been in Melbourne for a long time and is still around is Punko. Yes. I really love Punko. Oh, what is that song, like, Painted by the Moon? Or Oh, my God. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> I'm not in the mood to... Fear for my life. Yeah, yeah, that lyric blew my... So we played a gig together at the... Um, Grace Darling, like, probably five years ago. Wow. And I got there for the last song of her set, and it was that song. And I was just so taken aback with the hook and the lyrics and everything that I just recorded it in my phone and have listened to it. And then when her record came out last year, I bought it. (laughs) And it's one of my top listened, you know, I've got it on the record player, like, 60% of the time. And that song... um, Maybe you can play it on your segment. <laughs> I actually would, like, it's on, you wouldn't believe that it's on the run sheet for this show. Oh, amazing. Because I think especially, like, maybe when I listened to FYA, it kind of inspired, I was like, oh, like, yeah, this, I need to play Painted by the Moon in this show too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that song's so great. And then another um, band that I just have 
befriended and think are great, but they're from Adelaide, is uh, Workhorse. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> Chains was my top song, like, on my Spotify wrapped last year. Amazing. Couldn't get enough. That's yeah. great, yeah. Wow, great picks. Thanks. <laughs> need a, like, I need to curate a playlist with all of you guys together. I think that would be great. Please do. Yeah, I yeah, love that. <laughs> um, speaking of some of the artists that you admire and that you have worked with or would like to work with, um, you're also going to have some wonderful artists supporting you at your show tomorrow night at the Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? It's your EP launch show. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. I think... Um I mean, I assume it'll be a beautiful night. You always get a bit anxious before a show, um, not knowing how it's going to go, but I'm always constantly surprised that it's a beautiful, lovely time. So um, my trio and I have been rehearsing and it's feeling really beautiful and I'm stoked to have Winton, who was on your show recently. Mm -hmm. She's going to be supporting Solo and then Hannah McKittrick and her trio are going to be supporting. So it's like just a beautiful, lush evening of folk bangers yeah stunning Mm. well everyone listening i know you want to find those tickets so if you want some more info you can head to danica's socials that's at big.danica.energy great (laughs) (laughs) great name by the way um you can follow the link in her bio for all the info get yourselves down to the evelyn tomorrow night definitely recommend it sounds like it's going to be great Mm. Mm. but um we are very lucky here at the hoist and you don't have to wait quite till tomorrow to hear a little bit of live music. Um, Danica has kindly offered to play a bit of a live performance for us from one of the songs from the EP. Can you tell us a bit about what you're going to play? I'm going to play Better Weather. Um, I just feel like it's a really nice track to sing solo Mm -hmm. on a nylon, which is what I have today. Gorgeous. Um, So I'm singing, it's kind of like pretty, it's got a ye old feel to it, (laughs) like kind of... um, classic folk which is not really my sound in the bigger sense I I feel like I push into more modern areas but I don't know this song kind of is a fun song um and what can I say about it I guess yeah it's like an old number for me that I wrote from that heartbreak era Mm. and um Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to play. Yeah, that's. it's going to be like such an intimate thing as well to hear that on just you, your guitar, kind of like bringing it back to what I'd imagine might be the roots of the song's creation, you know, just you like processing that. Yeah. 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 Gorgeous. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for having me, Sandy. You've been listening to The Hoist on Sin. I'm Sandy. You're here with Danica and she is going to play Better Weather. Someone to drive you north on the human. 
up to that place where the sun is in your face and the flowers are always in bloom. Get together when the weather is bad.